Hi, everyone. Welcome to the final, uh, what is it? the point spread, the final points of Sunday. This is the point spread live stream. I have been, uh, I, I'm, I'm having a, uh, an up and down day here, Tom, with, uh, with, with, with getting stuff ready for a party that we're throwing. So we're going to be a little quick here on the, on, on the podcast here, Tom, it's good to talk to you. I want to throw, um, I want to throw out, uh, the fact that uh, if you guys are listening or, or after the fact, or if you're uh, watching live, we now have a brand new bowl guide, college football bowl betting props that is available for pre-order. It is $25 um, uh, up at uh, fantasypoints.com. Josh Wes, um, we got a couple of guys from um, uh, the media group, Tom, you're in. Oh yeah. I'm making picks on it. You're just, making picks. just fade my college football picks. Uh, I, I used to do really well on these bowl polls a few years back, but I think I'm about like on a five-year cold spell. So, uh, ever since these kids start going out early and, you know, really drinking yeah. everything up. So I'll try, I'm going to really dig in and uh, try to get my best picks and we'll see how it goes this year. We always do a big poll uh, anyway with me and you, Joe, and we always get uh, a bunch of pals in it, an ATS yeah. poll. Big Ed, or oh, Big Ed, the buddy, Big Ed. Poll, poll. Kukanis does the confidence poll, so I will, for one, be buying one of these guys. Maybe Ben will, maybe I can, like, Wait, You have to buy it? Well, no, I don't know. Like, I might have to sweet talk Ben to, to get one for free. I don't know. Maybe I have to buy my own. <laughs> I got paid for yeah. everything now. So I, I mean, oh. I just bought a bunch of fantasy points gear for the holidays. Yeah, I, I had to pay I, for I, it. <laughs> I doubt my brother watches. I, I uh, he's getting a bunch of fantasy points shirts and hats for uh, for Christmas. So yeah. uh, I also did I know, that. Oh, by so, the way, yeah. Tom, new yeah. hat. I didn't. I, I I'm pissed. I, I would have bought one like that if that was there. I think I did it early November. Yeah, that is a sharp looking hat. Well, you got to click on the, the you got to click on the snapback and have the uh, get the silver bill one. I did not see that. Oh blue. yeah, that's. I, a, got, I was looking at the trucker hat. I got the blue one. Well, like I got you. the trucker I like hat. One. I got the logo hat. Here I got go. the trucker I, hat. So if you're you're getting a, a bull guide, you might as well hit the store. By the way, I a, bought these, so I'm not yeah. just like. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm like the trucker hat's good for golfing, you know. Oh you yeah, for golfing. So. Nice and breathable. Anyway, there the, the perfect well. The perfect stocking stuffers, of course, but also the bowl guide. It's something you got to give to your significant other early because the bowls start early. So uh, it's for betting, Devi, confidence picks, props, um, and it's if you constantly want to read updated. It. Yeah, there you go. Get ready for the next season <laughs> if you're constantly uh, you know, falling behind this year. Yep. So constantly uh, updated. So, all right, Tom, let's uh, get into this. By the way, just look, just to throw it out here because I know I'm getting hate for this on Twitter. Pink Floyd fucking sucks. All right. Oh, you you're barking up some trees here. The last uh, no, no, I what are you that. doing? That Kukanis is going to know because we've been listening. You and I, uh, WXPN in Philadelphia, has been counting down the top 2021 albums of all time. Yeah. Not not from this year, the top 2021 albums ever. And yeah, it's a, it's a listener generated poll. listener generated. And like, they're playing the entire album for the top 10. And for most of the countdown, they played just one song, but then they played two songs, three songs. Um, Dark side of the moon ranked in at number two, you and I both Not just cannot stand. Ben, ben would probably vote it a couple times. He probably stuffed in the ballot box. Oh, oh, oh let me tell, <laughs> let me tell Ben this about how much I hate Pink Floyd. I'd rather listen to the red hot chili peppers. Ooh. 
<laughs> because like because here's the thing about the chili peppers at least like you can go like yeah you know bop your head a little bit big bass line yeah that was the you stuff know, like, I, you know everybody in high school listened to it so it, like at least it like jogs my oh yeah this is uh when i was in the weight room at, at in high school or out in the parking you know pink point was the band everybody in high school tried to listen to to prove they had good taste in music and yeah and i don't know if anybody actually liked it it's just like oh, I, I, I sure as hell did it to the wall, you know. Like <laughs> now, now we're just turning off everybody. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> All right, let's get to the, let's get to the bets. All right, uh, Jaguars at Titans. Tom Jaguars catching eight on the road, forty three and a half the total. This line, this line's gone down. I thought I thought it was at nine and a half early. It was. It's yeah, gone. It's, yeah, I, you know, we're it's in that weird zone where it's like between a touchdown and uh, you know double digits there. So that's more of like teaser protection and stuff, but. You know, I, I I grabbed the nine and a half with the Jaguars. You know, I don't feel great about it, obviously. Uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't been playing very good at all here the last, you know, six, seven weeks of the season here. But, you know, the Titans are still really thin here. They're supposed to get Julio Jones back. I thought that might actually drive it up, but maybe people have seen enough of Julio Jones this year. And, uh, you know, he's not a guy that really moves the lines anymore, but um he's gonna have a great matchup this week uh you know probably be going against Tyson Campbell quite a bit you know it 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 should be a pretty good matchup for him no no props on him just yet but uh you know the last time the Titans were kind of in this spot they lost to the Texans 22 to 13 a couple weeks ago they were you know nine and a half ten point favorites in that game I think that game even closed like 11 and a half point favorites and uh they laid an absolute egg so this is not the same Titans team. They're, uh, you know, it, it, I don't think it's going to get down to seven or anything, but mm-hmm. it's probably just going to hang out in this little range here in eight and a half, nine and a half points. Yeah. Uh, so, Tom, let's uh, let's look at some of the props here. We got uh, Tannehill, 225 and a half, Trevor Lawrence, 215 and a half, um, wide receiver running back. Um, we don't have anything from the Titans, basically, no, but it does waiting. look like Julio Jones is going to play. Yeah, they're, I think they're waiting on final confirmation that, you know, and, and probably waiting on the backfield here as well. Yeah. It looks like McNichols is going to uh, be ready to join the, the backfield again here, but uh, might might be just waiting on a little bit of information. Yeah, this is a game I, I looked at, didn't really see anything right off the top of my head, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to it here this weekend. Um, maybe something will stand out here once we get some polio props and, uh, you know, more props for the Titans out. Yeah, uh, did you uh, did anything from the Jaguars appeal to you? No, I mean, not, a, I, I mean, uh, the time to bet their unders has kind of passed here. I hit Marvin Jones last week. I've hit some Chenaults here. Uh, the, you know, the lines have really plummeted here. Chenaults is still interesting to me, sitting at 42, 42 and a half when I looked this afternoon. I did give that a consideration, but you know the values kind of been sucked out of it a little bit to bet the unders. That was, yeah. that was one that was sitting about 50 and a half a couple weeks ago. He, uh, Tom, now our fantasy points dynasty league is not actually like, it's not as deep as other dynasty leagues. Um, so there's actually waiver wire activity. Chenault got dropped in our, <laughs> really? Kaplan dropped him. He's <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> um, well, my my rebuilding team, I, maybe I'll have to go pick them up here. I, I uh, picked up Zach Moss this week. Somebody dropped him. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm at the point well. of the year where I'm taking guys that were high, you know, high draft picks at yeah. some point, hoping that they figure it out. But yeah, uh, not a, not a great uh, look for Chenault here. 
Uh, Seattle at Houston, the Davis Mills show, eight and a half, uh, Seattle, a eight and a hook on the road. 40 and a half is the total Adrian Peterson, Thomas hurt. He has a back injury. Yeah. I have to wonder if that, yeah, it's, I, 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 I've been thinking that they're just going to choose between one of him or Alex Collins each week. Yeah. You know, they don't do anything out, you know, they're pretty much strictly just runners at this point. So, um, yeah. Now, uh, I did take the under on this game early in the week. That was when it was at 43 and a half. So quite a bit of action towards the under here. Seattle, you know, they put 30 points up on the board, but eh, it was a bit fluky. A couple turnovers from Garoppolo put them in good positions. Uh, 73-yard, you know, fake punt that went for a touchdown for Seattle. So if you take that play out, that 73-yard touchdown on that kind of a fluky play, uh, they av- they still average 3.8 yards per play. So this this is not an offense that suddenly got fixed last week, uh, even though the 30 points on the scoreboard kind of made it look like it maybe looked like they did. Yeah. Um, uh, any props that you like here, Tom? Uh, I did take the Davis Mills under 220. 222 and a half at FanDuel. 219. I'm yeah, 219 that. at DraftKit. Yeah, it was a little, little bit lower. Uh, but you know, it's just sitting around that 220-yard mark. Uh, this this passing game has been so bad in recent weeks. Uh, offensive lines kind of falling apart with Tunsil, uh, you know, out of the lineup. So and Seattle, the one thing they've been kind of good at is uh in the secondary there. Uh they've been run on a little bit. So and I'm not a I'm, I'm expecting both of these teams to kind of struggle. You know, I took the under on the game already at 43 yeah. and a half. So not oh, expecting, that down, yeah. yeah, not expecting many fireworks here. So uh, I'll grab the under with the two, two and a half. I guess the one concern would be that Seattle gets out to a, a two, two or three score lead. And yeah. uh, he has to really chuck it around like we saw last night with big Ben. But uh, if, if that doesn't happen, uh, I think he goes comfortably under here. Oh, come on. Did you make me think of comfortably numb, which is actually one of the Pink Floyd songs. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to refer back to the last time we bet a Davis Mills under earlier. Yeah. This oh, season. yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was uncomfortably numb with that one. <laughs> yeah, against the Patriots when he went uh, 300 unbelievable. yards. Um, <laughs> the Raiders nine are catching nine and the hook at Kansas City, 48 the total, Tom. <sighs> I've started to see some of the. Uh, the Raiders like fans and like, uh, I don't know those necessarily beat writers, but there are people with the team um, who are starting to call for Mariota. Really? Yes. I, I, I think that might be a bit extreme, but you know, maybe just to switch it up a little bit, I guess. I, I, I don't know if I necessarily put this all on Derek Carr. I mean, um, it's been a pretty rough season. Uh, all things considered with Gruden and, uh, with his, you know, best downfield receiver uh, just vanishing here because of stupid decisions, but um, you know he's been a he's been a really tough spot. I thought he's actually played relatively well this year, but uh, I am on the Chiefs side. I grabbed an eight and a half earlier this week. I I thought it would get to ten here. It is, you know, I'm looking at it on, on our odds board here. Uh, we got ten starting to pop up at FanDuel, BetMGM. So. Um, you know, I didn't really think there was any chance Darren Waller would play. And I think that's kind of why this line has started to creep up to 10 points. And I just don't, I don't know how they're going to consistently move the ball. Their only real threat in the passing game right now is uh, Hunter Renfro and down to Josh Jacobs. Third and Renfro. Third and Renfro. (laughs) They're going to be in a lot of third and Renfros this week. So 
Um, I look at his prop. Wes there. calls him the slot machine, which I like. That's a pretty good one, too. I, he's automatic there. Uh, but yeah, I grabbed the eight and a half here. Uh, probably going to be, you know, painted tens here by the end of the weekend here. Yeah. So if you still want to get in while it's under 10 points, uh, I'd grab it over at DraftKings at nine and a half right now. I'm looking at the props here, Tom. Is Josh Jacobs at 55 and a half rushing yards a little low to you? I did look at that one pretty hard. I mean, he's got, I mean, they've got nothing else. I mean, Drake, uh, the Drake is on IR. I, um, uh, Shard's out. Shard is a vocal anti-vaxxer, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. Even pre-COVID. Uh, and he, so he's on, on COVID, so. So he actually has it. He That was the thing, like, we were waiting to see if maybe he was a close contact, like what we have with Mike Williams, where he had to yeah. sit out five days. And I would presume, yeah, Jalen Rashard. Well, yeah, I mean, we're past five days at this point, and they yeah. haven't activated. Maybe we'll see something tomorrow. Maybe they're waiting till Saturday to do it. I don't know why, but uh, I'm sure somebody's pressed them. So no, nothing's really come yeah, out. No so. Waller, by the way, as expected. Yeah, yeah. So the, the what prop I kind of liked on here uh, hit him earlier this a couple weeks ago, maybe even in this game. Uh, Byron Pringle over 24 and a half receiving yards. He had a couple really ugly drops in that game last week on Sunday night, but he still played a uh, season high snaps, 72%, um, you know, 37 plus yards in four of his last six games. And he had four for 46 and a touchdown against the Raiders uh, back in week 10, I think it was. So he's been, you know, I, he's kind of emerging here. He's kind of been like a fringe, like if you play in deeper formats, like, you know, a guy that uh, is kind of viable at this point, even with the, the passing game kind of struggling. Yeah, you got, um, uh, by the way, Miko Hardman has been demoted from prop from props. He doesn't even get blind anymore. <laughs> no, he's okay. uh, he's kind of falling off the face of the earth here. Uh, you know, see you later, Miko. Uh, nice to know you. <laughs> uh, New Orleans at the Jets. We've got New Orleans laying five and a half on the road. 42 and a half is the total. Uh, New Orleans, Tom, is one in five ATS in their last six as a favorite. Taysom Hill will be playing this game uh, with Mallet Finger, but the Jets are not spread coverers either. They're one in four. This might be a, a bookie's day off type of game. Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be much action on well, this What is game. that? The, they call it the Vegas zone five and a half, Tom? Yeah, like where you have no idea you know, where to put this line. It's not quite a field goal game, not quite a touchdown game. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of – I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Jets haven't been winning people very much money. Uh, you said the Saints haven't been recently, but I think people will probably be leaning towards the Saints side mm -hmm. here in this game. Alvin Kamara is back in action, so at least they have a little bit of star power again. We'll see about the rest of their injury report with, uh, you know, the tackles and uh, see if they get uh, a little bit more weaponry back to, to help out Alvin Kamara here. But uh, I, I took the Saints side for our ATS picks, but it's one of those I don't really feel great about. I, I think maybe they can be able to control the game, you know, with their rushing attack with, with, with Taysom Hill and with Alvin Kamara, but don't really feel great about that that pick. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only well, rushing prop I even am showing for this game, Tom, is Taysom Hill. Nothing from the Jets. Uh, oh, really? Elijah I down the Kamara ones. I think he was about – I think he was around 66. And okay, well, that's the, – the DraftKings took it off. Um, there's mm. no Jet props. That's uh, that's kind of weird. There, I did grab a Zach 
Wilson, uh, 232.5 maybe? Yeah. Um, well, that's I, up. That's up. The Zach Wilson okay. is uh, – the Zach Wilson I'm showing 233.5. Yes, that's the number I grabbed. Yeah, 233.5. I grabbed the under. We, we I played that one last week. It was a little bit of a sweat at the end. Oh, he was uh, – he was uh, getting some garbage time yards against the uh, the Eagles there late in that game. If he had one more co- completion, he would have gra- uh, you know jumped over that total. But uh, you know this this feels like a Saints defense. This feels like a spot where they can buckle down and really limit the Jets passing game here. Uh, you know, and now we have. It sounds like Elijah Moore might try to play. But, you know, he basically didn't practice all week here. Uh, you know, the injury sounds like it's more than, you know, they were kind of letting on early in the week. Uh, no Corey Davis either. So uh, could be a bit of uh, a limited weaponry here for Zach Wilson. So I, I'd like to grab an under his 233 and a half passing yards. Uh, let's now go to the next game on the board uh, in the rotation, as they the say. Rotation. Next game I- on the board. Uh, Atlanta, Carolina, Carolina and Cam Newton, two in the hook. They're laying at home. 41, some low totals out there. 41 and a half is the total in this one. Atlanta and Carolina, Uh, Tom, Atlanta um, and Carolina, they've gone under the total three straight. Atlanta, though, has been kind of a road warrior, four and one against the spread in their last five road games. Yeah, uh, this was a game earlier this year mid i think mid-october uh carolina kind of handled them it was a 19 to 10 or 22 to 10 something like that uh they were i think short road underdog uh, underdogs in that game that was back when sam darnold was in the lineup uh oh yeah i think he ran for a touchdown in that game if i'm not he did he did yeah yeah, i think that was the last of his like you know remember that like three game stretch where he had a bunch of rushing touchdowns so um I, I like the Panthers side here. Not a game. Like if they didn't have a bunch of turmoil this past week uh, after firing Joe Brady, I, I might consider it. Cause this is a game that started at three and a half. Uh, I was surprised that it kind of dropped down, down here to two and a half. I mean, the Falcons, I mean, they haven't been very impressive all year. This is kind of a bad matchup for them too. This is, uh, you know, a defensive line that can rough up their their offensive line. That was really the big factor in that game earlier this year. But it dropped down to two and a half. I, I leaned towards that side. That was the side I made my pick in uh, in the ATS picks for the site. But yeah, the the, the Brady stuff. Uh, I just have to wonder if there might be more going on behind the scenes there. So um, you know, it's still they're they're the one. You know, they're this is kind of. I, neither of these teams are making the playoffs, but this is still like an important game. Like the loser is definitely out of the playoff picture. The the team that wins this game is still very much alive. They can still maybe run the table and get into the playoffs. So, um, you know, it, it is an important game for both of these teams. Yeah. So I'm looking at the props, Cam Newton, one, eight, I don't know how I'm betting a cam passing yardage prop here, but uh, uh, you're betting it under <laughs> like I'm betting it under. That's what you're doing. Um, uh, is there a carries prop on Shuba Hubbard? Because that might be one yeah, that I'm... Oh, I think they did. I think it was around 15. It was right oh, in the... okay. I was hoping maybe it came in at 12 and a half, 13 and a half. Yeah, that was, that was not going to happen. But 15 was a pretty good number. I was, I was hoping maybe it come in a lower. But uh, two props I grabbed on this one. I did grab the cam under 191 and a half. Uh, we have them projected for 160 yards. 
Uh, that was part of the why Brady got fired. It's you know a lot of the, the throwing too much. Oh, throwing too much. That, that just seems like uh, is is rule kind of a blockhead, Tom? I don't know. I didn't think he was. I think I thought he. I was. didn't think he was, but like yeah, yeah, I didn't think he was. I thought he was like a progressive blockhead. <laughs> if that makes sense, like he has old school, you know, instincts, but new school like analytic yeah. you know like almost like what brandon you know the brandon staley stuff you know and yeah he was it's just like about running and i thought that's the way matt roll was as well but i mean but, I, I don't know like i mean you're trying to run the ball behind a bad offensive line with i mean let's let's be like i mean look they don't have a quarterback who can throw so <laughs> no. let's but they also don't have a running back who can run <laughs> um one other pro I, the cam newton Anytime touchdown was at plus 130 on FanDuel. Most of the other places uh, I was checking, DraftKings, I think it was minus 130. Um, William Hill, or Caesars, I think it is now, is minus 115. So uh, that's a very specific book, but it was a number that was way off. So if you have an account on FanDuel, uh, that was one that really was really enticing. Uh, looked it up. He has 15 rushing touchdowns in his last 18 games since the start of the 2020 season. So that line uh, probably should have been more. Yeah, it, probably in line with what DraftKings had more minus 130. So that was a juicy little uh, difference there at FanDuel. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get to um, the next game in the rotation. We're at Baltimore at Cleveland. I mean, whew, Cleveland minus three at home. These two teams played a freaking shit fest a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, 42 and a half the total. I mean, Baltimore has got to be, Tom, a huge under team right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, they were a huge over team earlier in the season. And ever since that Miami game, uh, you know, they've kind of been, I don't not figured out, but I mean, just send the house on them. Uh, that, that's essentially what these teams are doing to, to Lamar Jackson right now. And, uh, you know, Greg Roman really hasn't come up with a, a good solution to, to slow it down. So, um this is a line i grabbed it whenever it got it's at plus three at DraftKings. I, I just think this is too inflated here i get it like cleveland you know they had the bye week they've literally been preparing for baltimore for three consecutive weeks you yeah know, they were preparing ending into week 12 they get the bye week but you know this is uh, you know this was a spread that was three points the other side you know they're the books haven't been giving home field advantages at all anymore. I, I think they basically are maybe giving a point and a half for home field advantages yeah. anymore. So, you know, they're telling us that Baltimore is two to three points worse than they were a couple weeks ago when they covered the spread. Uh, you know, it just didn't smell right to me. I know they lost Marlon Humphrey, but it's not like the Browns really have anybody that can take advantage of uh, the Marlon Humphrey matchup. So, um, I think it's a bit of an overreaction. I, I think it is going to be a tight game, but you know, I, I, I like grabbing the three points with Raven with the Ravens here. I think it's going to be a tight game, you know, maybe a 16, not maybe not 16, 14, but uh, you know, a you know, 21, 20 type of game yeah. uh, right on that 41 uh, total number there. So uh, I liked grabbing the points with the Ravens here. Uh, I, I do too. Uh, but uh, what about some props here? Um, it's a it's pretty full board of props, quite frankly, there isn't a whole lot of uh, injury issues on offenses here yeah this was a game actually i put up uh, a couple props on wednesday night whenever i started going through the thursday games because they already had some props up on this game uh i got mark andrews when he was at 50 and a half receiving yards i believe it's up to 56 and a half when i was looking this afternoon so it's been bet up 
um, four for 65, uh, you know, two weeks ago. That was, he, of course, he was the guy that Lamar Jackson, all four of his interceptions were intended for Mark Andrews. I, I think the Browns. Oh, it's his last six, by the way, have been intended for Andrews. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I actually did a look up on this on pro football focus on PFF. Um, yeah. There, uh, Mark Andrews is the most targeted interception player this year. Yeah. Meaning he's been targeted. He's been targeted on seven interceptions this year. That's yeah, why I, I, they've been. I mean, I remember watching that game in week 12 and they were doing a lot of disguise look, you know where the say it looks like the safety's over top like the robber kind of look and he you know they're, they're diving underneath and but hey mark andrews is still their best receiver i still think he's going to get a lot of targets this week even if uh you know the last six you know the last six interceptions have been intended for him uh i still look 56 and a half where the number is now that's probably Probably a little. I probably wouldn't bet it at that point. I, I still like the over if you still want to get on it. Uh, I, I thought, I thought fifty six. That's that's about where I thought the yeah. line would be. Uh, I kind of like them for like the low sixties. But the other prop I hit was uh, Devonte Freeman over twelve and a half rushing attempts. Uh, that was plus one hundred five at Caesars. Uh, he's he's been the man. I mean, Latavius Murray's. Uh, not phased out, but he's just getting a couple carries a game now. He's basically giving uh, Freeman breathers at this point. He's been around 60% of the snaps or more. And, you know, maybe with the struggles of Lamar also here, maybe we get a little bit more of a concentrated run effort here uh, with Devontae Freeman. So I, I liked him over 12 and a half reception, plus, you know, get a little bit of a juicy plus price there, plus 105. I think we had him projected for – 15 or 16 carries. So I like that number. Dallas at the team, Dallas laying four and a hook uh, at FedEx field, 48 and a half is the total between Dallas and the football team. Tom, uh, not going to get many running back props for Dallas in this one with uh, the, the, the Zeke and uh, Tony Pollard news. Yeah. Uh, we're just kind of waiting that one out here. I mean, I, I mean, I, it sounds like Pollard would be really questionable to play. Sounds like those type of injuries, you got to at least get two weeks. I guess it was a, a Thursday game last week. So it does give them a little bit of extra time here to maybe play. But uh, as we've seen with Zeke here, I mean, maybe they just don't give a crap about medical advice. And they're just like, hey, trot them out there, get them playing. So, uh, you know, this is a little bit of a, I, I, I'm surprised. I, I, it feels like it's a trap. I thought this line should be like in the three to four point range. Yeah. Uh, getting this extra hook it's been sitting four to five points all week here um it just feels like a trap i guess maybe watching it's not like they've been playing a gauntlet of teams here on their winning streak but you know they've beaten some decent teams you know go on the road and beat the raiders uh you know seattle coming in a couple weeks ago but uh you know i guess this is maybe dallas's you know most complete team even with pollard being out here uh, finally going to have all the receivers back. Uh, I, they're getting some reinforcements on the defensive line. So I guess maybe that's why it's probably sitting at four and a half. I, I'm probably going to end up staying away from this, but I, I did like uh, the Washington side getting four and a half points. Uh, do, do you like um, any props in this game? I know Dallas, uh, well, Dallas has a bunch of receiving props. The thing with Gibson is uh, JD McKissick is questionable, Tom. So mm-hmm. You know, he could play, uh, and and that would affect Gibson. I don't know if I'd be 
putting down some Gibson props. We don't have a Gibson receiving prop, so I guess that'll uh, that also is. Uh, yeah, I was wanting to see here. a rushing attempts prop. We've hit that last, I think, two straight weeks here, just mm. betting the over on his rushing attempts. I'm sure they're probably waiting on uh, more information on McKissick there. If that if that comes in, you know, 17 and a half or lower again. Uh, I'll probably bet that. I mean, he, they've been feeding him the ball here. I guess the one concern is, you know, this is actually one spot where they're you know, not – It's they're bigger underdogs this week at four and a half points. So maybe there's a chance that they have to chase points. But I, I think they're going to stay pretty committed to him anyway. You know, they've been feeding him the ball ever since their bye week here, and he's been, you know, playing at a pretty, pretty high level here. But, uh, you know, I, I went through the props. I, I didn't really see anything that really stood out. Uh, I'll give it a second look here this weekend, but uh, first glance, nothing that really popped out at me. Uh, New York at the Chargers. Tom, we have a line on this game. It's nine and a half to the Chargers at home uh, over under 43. The Giants have been a massive under team of late. Um, This is over under 43. We know Keenan Allen's out. Mike Williams might be out. We don't know about Kadarius Toney. Ergo, Tom. There are no props on the board for the Giants at the Chargers. Yeah, this is a game. Yep. I, I looked this afternoon, nothing there. We're probably going to be waiting until Sunday morning, you know, probably get the, uh, you know, uh, maybe Saturday night here. I guess they'll probably activate Mike Williams around four o'clock tomorrow. But uh, this is a game I did grab under 45 and a half early in the week on the uh, on Monday when I released my, you know, the first bets of the week. Uh, just, I was thinking that it was going to be maybe Jake Fromm at quarterback because it didn't sound like, Daniel Jones is anywhere close to returning here. Uh, Mike Glennon is on the right path. Sounds like he's going to be in the lineup, but I don't really see much of a difference between Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm. Maybe, you know, maybe a little bit better downfield thrown from Mike Glennon, which uh, with the under is a little bit scary, but uh, I could see this game. Uh, no Keenan Allen, you're right. You know, this, this, this could be a little bit more of a challenge for uh, Los Angeles to s- sustain drives. So, uh, I, I like, I still like the under here at 43, uh, but hopefully you got down with me at 45 and a half. Yeah. Uh, we got Detroit at Denver. Denver is laying 10 at home after a stinker oh, last week. Uh, 42 and a half is the total. The lions have covered four straight Tom. So they're the problem for the lions is, oh boy, they are coming into this game. Banged up. Jamal Williams is on the COVID list. No Deandre Swift. TJ Hawkinson isn't going to play. Um, now, Denver, Melvin Gordon is questionable, but keep this in mind, guys. Um, Mike Boone. Boone is on the COVID list. So we've seen that it attack these rooms. Yeah, uh, close contacts. And- close contact. Just be careful here when it comes to the Broncos. Uh, rushing attack. Ergo, Tom, with this game, we do not have any running back props. Uh, we do have some quarterback and receiver props but no running back props at all in this game yeah and that was uh i believe you know from reading the reports mike boone like actually like felt symptoms when he came in on friday and wanted to test and stuff so uh hopefully there isn't something in the room there for the broncos obviously javante williams coming off his big game uh melvin gordon expected back this week uh this is a lot kicking my stuff i grabbed the lot i don't know what the hell i was thinking on this one grab the lions early in the week Mm-hmm. Uh, on Monday, it was plus eight. Uh, obviously, I didn't know about the Hawkinson stuff, and Jamal Williams is a, a late uh, scratch here. But uh, the public has been just – just everybody's been just fading the lines here this week, uh, coming off their first victory. Uh, you know, this is a 
you know, a, a historical trend. You, you, bet, you bet against teams that are coming off their first win. Uh, but I was more looking at it that the Lions have been really good to me recently. Uh, I've been basically hitting them every week. They've been a team that's been able to stay, you know, within a score of teams. Uh, I think it's eight of 12 games or nine of 12 games have uh, been one score games. So, um, you know, and, you know, we like Teddy Cover, uh, Teddy, uh, yeah, I was calling Teddy covers. Well, no, Teddy cover. Teddy covers Bridgewater. You know, that's oh, his, yeah. uh, that's he. He's known for being. You know, when he's an underdog, you bet him because he's able to keep it close. And you know, last week, you know, he had plenty of chances to to get the cover. Last week, they get, went into the red zone. You know, I think they finished one of five uh, in the red zone there last week. Uh, but he is not the type of quarterback you want to be laying points with. And uh now we gotta lay 10 points here i i probably actually still side with the lions here i just wish uh, i had the better side of the number here yeah you, know, you got getting it. that double digits there, getting that plus 10 i and i you know the money is already gone against the lions this week i wouldn't be you know i might not be in a rush to bet it here with all the news coming out about the guys out uh maybe this gets up to a plus 11 plus 11 and a half so uh if you're looking to join me on the lions i, I might wait it out here maybe it gets a little higher now um uh, I'm on uh, any props here, Tom, that you liked here. I mean, there's no running back props. Um, Cortland Sutton has been a dead under guy, but the Lions secondary, eh, it's a little frisky of late, but uh, I'm not really seeing anything that I particularly like here. Well, I did grab one. Our, our friend, he got a ridiculous trade offer today. Greg Zerline for oh, Noah yeah. fan. And, I, you know, I, I, I write up. I do these, you know, I do the, you know, write up all the games every week. And I'm every week. I'm like, what the F is there to write about Noah fan? He does literally yeah. nothing every week uh, for whatever, you know, so he sent that text about Greg Zerline for Noah fan. I was just like looking at fan stuff and I'm like, man, he just doesn't, he has like a, a really short eight on, you know, it's like six yards and he has no long receptions. So <laughs> I grabbed other his, than that. I grabbed his under 16 and a half yards longest reception. He has gone under that number nine of 11 games this year. So we're, we're going to fade Noah fan here. This is a, this is a game, you know, they're, they're favored by 10 points. This is a, uh, and when they're like one of those teams, whenever they grab a lead, they're just going to ride their running back. So uh, if he doesn't get this in the first half, uh, you know, probably a good chance that uh, he's not very active in the second half. So under 16 and a half yards for his longest reception. I like that one. Uh, San Francisco and Cincinnati. San Francisco is laying two on the road over under a 49. Uh, 49ers are a big time over team. The Bengals are a big time over team, Tom. So they, they put this line up way high at 49. Uh, San Fran minus two in Cincinnati. Yeah, this is one. I uh, hope you followed me earlier in the week. I, I whiffed on the Lions, but I uh, I got a hit here with the 49ers. Grabbed them when they were plus one and a half early in the week. Uh, just thinking, I, I think, you know, some of the line movement has been because of the Joe Mixon stuff. But, uh, you know, there's, you know, Joe Burrow's also playing through this pinky injury. E. Higgins uh, is banged up. Yeah, exactly. You know, the injury report. It's been ugly on both sides. You know, we got Debo Samuel questionable. At least he got a practice. Eli today. Mitchell's out. He's out. So, you know, question marks. Jeff Wilson is, uh, you know, playing. He's had the knee flare up last week and looks like he's going to be able to go. But uh, so we got the plus one and a half at the 49ers uh, early in the week. Now it's kind of flipped here, favorites. Uh, so I still like the 49ers side. You know, we're just still laying a, a short price here at minus two. Uh, one prop I did grab. I was. 
actually kind of surprised they put a lineup, but uh, Joe Mixon under 76 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I'm really surprised they have a prop up for Mixon. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't practiced all week, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I just think that's as high as this number is going to get. I like, I could see this uh, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, at the time of recording here on Friday evening, I would get down on it. Now I could see this line dropping down into like the mid sixties. If we get some reports from Schefter and, uh you know ian rapaport or something maybe he's gonna sleep. try to go but yeah yeah, yeah exactly he's gonna try to go but you know snap count or you know maybe he's an emergency back for samaji p run you know i'm waiting for one of those because i mean he he wasn't able to practice all week so whatever he had uh did not treat him well so uh we i grabbed the under on his 76 and a half rushing yards tom the only niner i'm showing with props is used <laughs> props, baby. yeah buddy what is it at uh, 13 and a half 13 and receiving, a half yards, receiving yards yeah um i guess he's the only one that's like not really dependent on uh the debo and eli mitchell news so i guess they're like we can pull a huge check line here <laughs> get all the action on that one uh buffalo at tampa tampa is laying three and a half at home but this is starting to get out of hand for the bills here 54 the total buffalo at tampa Tom, I, 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 I would, I don't know about must win. Uh, Buffalo's running out of time to win that AFC. They were supposed to run away with. Um, the, they are a great team as an underdog, though. Um, but Tampa Bay is laying three and a half at home. I don't know how many people want to be standing in front of the Buccaneers right now, especially with the way the Bills are playing. Yeah, I, I was thinking about giving the Bills out at three and a half, taking the plus three and a half here. I, I think this is a spot. I don't know if they're going to win or not, but. I do think this is a spot where they're going to respond. It, uh, you know, the the strengths and weaknesses of the teams kind of lines up pretty good with the Bills. Uh, you know, they can't run the ball anyway. You know, Tampa Bay is really good at stopping the run here. So, um, you know, the, and, you know, and they stink at defending the run. And you know, the Buccaneers are a pass heavier team. So, uh, you know, I think we'll we'll probably get some four net here. You know, that it's the, yeah. the formula has been written here recently with Taylor and. Uh, with what the Patriots have done. I would, I did consider, I gave out Tom Brady under his 308, 308 and a half yards here. Uh, just thinking that they might skew a little bit more run heavy this week than, than they normally are here. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, what we've seen teams do against the Bills here recently. And the, I, I, Trey White's out here. He's not playing the rest of the year, but uh, Bills have been a very, you know, the, They've limited all the quarterbacks they've faced to under 275 passing yards so far this year. So uh, still think they have a pretty, pretty good def- pass defense, even with Trey White out here. So uh, that's, that was one I looked at and uh, the four net over rushing yards, I would take a look at too, but uh, on the, the Bills side, I gave out the uh, Cole Beasley over four and a half catches here. He's been a little bit quiet here, but uh, I don't think they're going to have much success running the ball and uh, slot has been the one spot to really attack the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here this year. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 58 and a half is the rushing total. Uh, that seems low to me. Yeah, I think we have them. Uh, I think I was looking through our projections. We have mid 60s, like 66 or 68. So it was one of those, like, I kind of liked it, but I, I kind of liked the under on the Brady number a little bit more. Uh, let's go to uh, Chicago at Green Bay. Oh, boy. Justin Fields is catching 12 and a half in Green Bay on Sunday night. Oh, Tom, this is when you know you're expecting a shit fest. 12 and a half is the line. Yes. 42 and a half is the total. 
<laughs> is right. I mean, so that's basically a 15-point implied total for the Bears this week. Oh. So two touchdowns. Oh, my God. God. Oh, so, yeah, I, I'm leaning the Packers side here. Uh, ATS, with the ATS picks, it was kind of hard to watch Justin Fields the last time he played. Uh, picked up the rib injury. He was trending a little bit in the right direction, but, um, you know, I, I like the Packers side here. David Montgomery, he was listed on the injury report with, you know, uh, you know, every body part was injured. Yeah, so. but, but he does not have a game day designation. Yeah, so he's going to play, but, you know, maybe he's a little bit more limited than he, uh, you know, typically is. He's kind of the, the guy that, uh, you know, runs this offense a little bit. So, uh, leaning towards the Packers side here, but uh, yeah, I didn't really want to get a, get involved in these type of. This is a a funky ass line here. Uh, I could see the Packers, you know, smashing them here, or maybe it really turns into an ugly game. One of those NFC North, uh, you know, in December games. Oh here. yeah. But, but we don't have any. It looks like the weather is going to be pretty good up in Green Bay this weekend. Relatively, it's, it's still going to be yeah. Quite- yeah, it's going to be cold. It's going to be right around freezing, but uh, no no uh, precipitation in the forecast. Mm-hmm. Any props that you uh, that stood out to you from this one, Tom? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to look at Darnell Mooney over 45 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I know Averoff is going to be back in the lineup, but he's kind of been the guy for this offense recently. Uh, we're just, we got to cross our fingers that Justin Fields doesn't stink too bad in this game. Uh, but, you know, pass heavy script potential in the second half. Uh, so I, Mooney's been pretty, uh, pretty reliable here recently. He, uh, you know, had a, didn't have a great stat line last week, but uh, nobody really did in the passing game. That was, uh, you know, a lot of rain and uh, windy conditions in Chicago there. It was a kind of an ugly one, but he's had five catches uh, in each of his last three games and getting a lot of targets here. And uh, the other one was AJ Dillon over 12, 12 and a half receiving yards. It, it was just a low number. I yeah, thought it was low. I still see that by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought it would be, you know, 15 and a half, six, you know, something a little bit higher here. He's been pretty active in the passing game and I think he's playing well enough that they shouldn't bench him. You know, he, he's kind of earned a, a split backfield role here with Aaron Jones moving forward. So I uh, just thought it was uh, just a, a, a poor number. Yeah, I thought it was going to be 15 and a half, 16 and a half. So uh, take a little bit of value there on the over. Uh, and for finally, Tom, we're going to go to Monday night. The Rams are getting two and a half in Arizona. I'm really excited for this one. 51 is the total. Um, Tom, Rams at Arizona, not showing any props right now. No, yeah, this is uh, Monday night games. Yeah. Sometimes wait till Saturday. Yeah, they got to get another uh, day of, uh, you know, their injury reports, uh, practices and everything are a day slow. So, um, but yeah, this is. This line, I, I I don't really understand it. I uh, grabbed the Cardinals at minus two and a half early in the week, thinking that it was definitely going to move to three, three and a half. Man, the Rams have, uh, they just have some weird support. Uh, people think that they're going to turn around or that they're the super team. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I've been fading them here the last like six weeks. It's worked most of the time. I actually bet on, you know, I was, on their side for ATS picks last week because it was an inferior opponent against the Jaguars, but uh, that was a game that they, you know, it, it took them a while to, to dominate that game, even with Trevor Lawrence, you know, just playing miserably. Um, you know, I, I think the Cardinals are the way better team. They're the home team. I, I think this line should be three and a half, but um, <laughs> I guess the Rams still have uh, market support, even though they've been a bad ATS team recently. Yeah. So uh, 
Tom, I think that'll wrap it up here for us. Uh, we got Time our party uh, party on, man. Yeah, I got to go get something in my tummy before I uh, before I uh, get dressed for the party here. Doing a little fancy party. I think what, it's just what's on be, the menu. What's on? The, uh, what we just have a bunch of finger foods, Tom, and some mold cider. We borrowed mold cider from uh, the old Chris Whitegill recipe. Oh, um, yeah, that is a that's a keeper. Maybe we'll, yeah. you should give it out to the you know if somebody's listened this long for the uh, mold cider. Uh, what's yeah, what well, the Applejack and the old lady's making it right now. So. Oh, is she? Well, yeah, apple yeah. cider. Oh, yeah, we're actually putting a... bourbon in it, Tom. Straight up. Oh, baby. Oh, going for the real deal. Yeah. I love uh, it. All right, brother. Take it easy, guys. Have a good weekend.